0: Welcome to the Diction Police Special Diction Unit. This video and the accompanying translation and phonetic guide are a production of Singing Diction, G.B.R. Before the episode starts, just a reminder that our new webinar series, The Diction Police, By the Book, started on Wednesday. On this series of By the Book, we're focusing on French Lyric Diction, led by me, Ellen Rissinger, and my partner in crime, François Germain. Our next class is on Google Plus Hangouts today, Saturday, June 11th, with two more classes on Wednesday, June 15th, and Saturday, June 18th, always at 11 a.m. U.S. East Coast time. Make sure to register so that you can join us and study lyric diction from the comfort of your own home. And for anyone who misses it live, you can watch the replay on YouTube at your own convenience. There are two versions of this podcast, the full video tutorial, and the audio version for people who want to listen on the go. For more information about François Germain, who is also today's contributor, or for the accompanying PDF of this text, which includes an IPA transcription along with the poetic and word-for-word translation, please visit www.dictionpolice.com. You can also follow the Diction Police on Facebook or Twitter at Diction Police. Charles Gounod's Faust is a French grand opera with a libretto by Jules Barbier and Michel Carré, based loosely on the first part of Goethe's Faust. It premiered in 1859 and quickly became part of the standard repertoire all over the world. The aria Avant de quitter was not originally part of the opera, making it difficult to find in the full score, and perhaps also explaining why it's been published in so many keys.
1: Ô sainte médaille qui me vient de ma sœur, au jour de la bataille, pour écarter la mort, reste là sur mon cœur. Avant de quitter ces lieux, sol natal de mes aïeux, à toi, Seigneur et Roi des cieux, ma sœur je confie. Daigne de tout danger, toujours, toujours la protéger. Cette sœur si chérie, Daigne de tout danger la protéger. Daigne la protéger de tout danger. Délivré d'une triste pensée, j'irai chercher la gloire, la gloire au sein des ennemis. Le premier, le plus brave, au fort de la mêlée, j'irai combattre pour mon pays. Et si vers lui Dieu me rappelle, je veillerai sur toi, fidèle, ô Marguerite Avant de quitter ces lieux, sol natal de mes aïeux, A toi, seigneur et roi des cieux, ma soeur, je confie. Oh, roi des cieux, jette les yeux, protège Marguerite, roi des cieux.
0: The first thing we need to start with is the very first word, which is just the letter O.
2: Yes, it's the equivalent in English of the O-H, And in French, you very often see it as O on its own, most of the time with the accent circumflex on top. And the correct way to pronounce it is simply a closed O. O sainte médaille.
0: It's also, especially because of the tessitura, it's a nice way to start because you don't have to worry too much about it popping out if you're not singing it so open.
2: That's correct. What we call closed vowels in French are are great vowels to sing and to find what you just explained with a sound that, that doesn't pop out and I like to think of them as focused vowels, and the important thing about them is to make sure that you don't over-close them, meaning that you, you still retain the proper inside space for all these closed vowels. So we're talking about closed O, closed E, and they're also, uh, in my mind, they're the sign of a good French singer. Typically, native singers in French, one of the things you notice is the quality of their closed vowels, yeah. that there are at the same time, very focused and have that very sort of closed quality to the to the sound, while retaining the space in, in the voice as well.
0: Exactly, and I know for me when I talk in German for the same sound, I always talk about making the sound on the inside, but then letting the lips relax on top of it, so that you're not closing the o oh, and then closing the lips a
2: correct. Yeah. Yeah. Like you said, it's a very good way to start, actually.
0: Yeah. And then we go into one of our favorite sounds, which I always equate to quacking like a duck.
2: Ah. <laughs> so the open air e nasal, in, in this case spelled with A-I-N, which is one of the multiple spellings of, of the sound. It's one of our four nasal vowels in French. And this one is the one that is based on the open E. The most important thing when you talk about nasal vowels in French is actually what I call the underlying vowel, the real vowel sound that you need to form before you start worrying about nasality. And in this case, what you want is to make sure you have a good open E, that is neither spread nor tight. Mm -hmm. And then over that, you can just add just a little bit of uh, nasality, but usually very minimally. So it doesn't need to be nearly as nasal as one might think. And and most of the time, if you sing just the pure vowel, Mm -hmm. it might actually do the trick. It's great for anything that you need to do vocally because you don't need to lower the soft palate nearly as much as as you might think you need to, and therefore you can retain all the the proper singing space inside. And if you focus on the actual vowel, the sound will come out just right. Yeah. O mi and not o mi
0: Yeah. We get another n nasal in the next line.
2: Qui me vient. De ma soeur vient. It's the same idea to to get the the open air nasal. It's the same sound. It's just a different spelling in this case, obviously, with the en becoming the uh, open air nasal, but exact same sound as sainte. Sainte vient.
0: Just to go back to the first line for a second. With the sainte, we saw that a i n became the air nasal, but in medaille, the combination of a i functions differently.
2: Yes, A, I can be uh, can be many things in French. It can be a closed A, it can be an open A, it can be the open N nasal. And in this case, when it's combination with the two Ls afterwards, it becomes A-J glide. This is because in this case, the I, instead of functioning with the A, actually functions with the double L to create the J glide sound. And the A is just on its own.
0: And I think for this one, because it's so long, it's so spread out, the important thing is to remember to stay on the A vowel and not to try to go medaille and not to get into that J-glide too early, right?
2: Absolutely. French is what we call an open syllable language, which means that every syllable ends with a vowel. In this case, if we did a separation by syllable, we would have me medaille, where the J-glide instead of being considered a real vowel is actually considered the initial sound of the last syllable which means that the ah is really the end vowel of the previous syllable and that's therefore the vowel you want to focus on and sing on Mm -hmm. that is one of the most important things about french style in many ways is that this is how you will achieve the french sense of line and legato by simply or simply it's a simple concept i know that sometimes it's harder to achieve but if you really just sing the vowel sound for as long as you possibly can and make the consonants short and quick at the beginning of the next syllables, you will achieve your vowel to vowel connection as much as possible, which is how we we get the sense of French line. You cannot ever anticipate a consonant in French. And that that's what we hear a lot from foreign singers who are not very experienced with French is this tendency to anticipate the, the next syllable. So in this case... Uh, you would start singing on the jig like early, when you should really be thinking Médaille.
0: Yeah, and something that I was going to get to later, but since we're saying this about not anticipating, this works even when it's double consonants, right? There's nothing doubled, so when we have RAPPEL ET SI VER lui JE ME RAPPEL we don't want to say RAPPEL
2: Right, this is one of the main differences between French and Italian, there is no doubling of the consonant in French. That never happens. There is maybe one exception that I'm not even going to mention because I don't want to confuse anyone. As a rule, you do not double consonant in French. So, uh, rappel is a very good example. There's also the, a word like quitter,
0: mm-hmm. avant
2: de quitter ces lieux. You should never sing quitter ces lieux, like you might do in Italian. In this case, again, if you separate your syllables, you have "qui", so you sing on the E vowel, and then you sing on the closed A vowel. And the consonants that happen between that should remain short and light. Same thing with the rappel. So we'll have ra pe always focusing on the vowel and uh, not emphasizing the consonants.
0: Yeah. To get into the aria, the first word of the aria proper, it starts with the bright A and it moves on into the A nasal but we're not making an A-nasal based on that same A sound, right?
2: Correct. Avant is actually a great word to clarify the difference between the bright A, which is the sound that we find the most with the letter A in French, Uh, it's very ubiquitous, and what we call the dark A, that you also find in some words, but on a much rarer um, basis. When you deal with the what we call the ah-nasal, you actually use that dark ah. And it's very important that these are very different, right? Because mm-hmm. when you have a word like avant, if they're not clearly differentiated, then you won't understand the word. And the dark ah, especially in the context of the ah-nasal, should be quite rounded. It's almost wanting to become an open ah a little bit.
0: Yeah, I was just so going to say it, it, it has a lot more to do with the sound of mor than with a. That's, ah.
2: that's correct. So um, the, when you hear a, a nasal, that's not quite right. It's typically because it's the vowel that is being used is too bright. So a ah, va instead of ava, ah, which is very close to the open a of a word like mor, like you said. Yeah. Just like with uh, what we said about saint earlier, it's always important to remember that nasality is not a huge factor in nasal vowels when you sing them. It, it is more important to really establish the vowel clearly. And in this case, making sure that that dark ah oh, is, is really correct and, and close to that open A. Oh. Yeah.
0: At the end of that line, we get the closed O slash.
2: Yes. In the next three verses, we have that rhyme with the O slash with lieu, aïeux, and sieux. And for once, they're all spelled the same way. (laughs) And the O slash is a mixed vowel, one of the three mixed vowels in French. Uh, And this is the one that you get when you combine the inner shape of the closed E with the lip shape of the closed O. And it also happens to be one of those closed vowels in French that have to be very focused. Again, like we talked about that earlier with the, the initial O, but you have to trust that these sounds and the way they um, actually focus the voice are, are really good for singing. It sort of puts everything in a nice channel and, and helps uh, the vocal line a lot. It also has to be obviously very different from its open counterpart, the O-E-N-I-P-A, mm-hmm. which is the inner shape of the open E eh and the lip shape of the open o oh which are the exact counterparts of the closed A and the lips of closed O that we have for the O slash.
0: And we have that O-E here too, right in this area with seigneur and ma
2: Correct. That E-U spelling that that we had for sieur, aïeux, uh, and lieu can in other contexts be used for the open O-E. And that, again, if you don't know, you have to look it up. Mm -hmm. Here we have seigneur and Sir, where we have... O E instead of the O slash.
0: Can you say them back sure. to back so we can so hear we the difference?
2: Lieu, ayeu, Sieu, and then Seigneur, Sir. And just a side note on that OE, this is also the sound that you should always, always use for the schwa in French. The French schwa, unlike the American schwa, is an actual OE and it's an actual vowel. And you have to be very you have to be very mindful of forming the schwa the same way you would form that OE on the word like sir or seigneur, particularly when you have short words or when it's in the middle of words and it doesn't feel like it's an important syllable and you might just want to sort of use a a, a non-committal schwa sound, you have to make sure that uh, you actually sing a real OE.
0: Yeah, and that was going to be my next point because we're about to get to some where in casual speech we would not say the schwa, but he's actually set it so that he wants the schwa the at the ends of words like confie and cherie.
2: Correct. There are two big issues with the schwa in French. The, the first one is the one we just talked about where the nature of the vowel should be the same as uh, the OE in IPA. For once, it's a very strict rule and you, you apply it everywhere. The second issue with the schwa in French is what happens to it when it is at the end of a word. Because typically, in a lot of these final schwa situations, in speech, the schwa would be what we call the mute schwa, mm-hmm. meaning that it, we do not pronounce it at the end of the word. As an example here, we have confit. When I say that word, if I were to just say this outside of a poetic or lyric context, I would not pronounce the schwa. In poetry, or in singing, it can happen that that schwa will actually be pronounced. So in here, we have confie, where the schwa is actually pronounced. Now, in terms of what the vowel is, it is still our normal schwa, meaning it is still our OE, like every other schwa in French. The difference, though, is that one has to be very careful not to emphasize that final schwa. Because as soon as you emphasize the final schwa in a mute schwa situation, it doesn't sound elegant anymore. It makes the whole line feel very heavy and sound very unnatural. Think of the emphasis of the word on the syllable before that. In this case, on the fi. Je confie. And you treat the schwa as something that is kind of a a disappearing vowel, something that's still there but is not strong and tends to want to decrease in intensity. Yeah. Not confie,
1: but confie.
0: Yeah. I wanted to move on to sort of the, the little marchy part in the middle of the aria. And we start off with the closed E. We, we talked about the closed O, we sort of mentioned the closed E, but here we really have it all over the place.
2: Yeah, this is a great line actually to work on that idea of the, the closed vowels being closed enough and having a lot of focus to them while retaining space and not tensing anything because you have a lot of them in the row. triste okay. A lot of closed vowels in there between the A's and the E's and the U. So, more specifically about the closed A, e, the closed A e in French is very closed. It's helpful to think of it as a vowel that kind of wants to become an E vowel. And a word like délivrer, it's great because the second syllable is on that E sound. If you think of your a e as something that is almost migrating towards the E, for the French closed a, e, you will be
1: correct. So délivrer d'une triste
2: pensée.
0: Une is in the same place as a triste, too.
2: Absolutely. The U, which is our third mixed vowel, and that's the one that is formed with the inner shape of E and the lip shape of OU. And... In this case, it's great because you have so many E's and A's that you essentially stay with the same inner shape throughout. That's one of the, I think, helpful things in in French. While there are many, many vowel sounds to establish and figure out, what you realize uh, when you sing the repertoire is that very often uh, you have long rows of vowels that are very close together. That's one of the things also that, that helps find The quality of the line, the evenness of the of the legato, is to realize and to make a mental note of all the vowels that live in a very similar space. And in this case, that's a very good example. um, This line is because they all they all live in that general area.
0: Yeah, the next line is one that I've had to correct a lot. (laughs)
1: La gloire au sein des ennemis.
0: Exactly, because there's well, first of all, the word. Enemy is an exception.
2: Yeah, so enemy, uh, that initial E N is not an a nasal. It's not ennemi. It's it's really enemy with the open E, which is different from other words in French that starts with the E N combination, like enivre or ennui. Mm-hmm. This is just enemy and not ennemi.
0: And I think too, especially with the E N at the beginning of a word, whether it's E N N, or just E N. There's enough exceptions to that that I just look it up every single time it shows up, yeah, just to be that, sure.
2: That, that's uh, always the, the better, safer way to go.
0: Yeah. And now, just to throw in the two words before that, we have our e nasal, which is built on the open E, and then we have the article, which is also the. built on an open E. So we're really staying in that air eh feeling for a long time.
2: Yes, exactly. So that's another example of a place where identifying your vowels that are the same is important and helpful. Here you have three open e's in a row. So essentially nothing changes in the way you should form the sound. You just have different consonants that happen uh, between them. The other thing that's very important about this little area and um, how it relates to lyric diction is the word de, so d-e-s one of the plural articles, which you can also find as um, les, c'est, mais, so L-E-S, C-E-S, M-E-S, des. all these little words have to have an open E as their vowel. And I'm mentioning it because in spoken French, this is not the case uh, really anymore. You, you see them as closed E vowels, so les, des, mais, c'est. And this is probably very likely what you will find in the dictionaries. Right. This is not proper lyric diction anymore. This is just something that has changed over time, in a more, um, I would say, colloquial speech. But uh, when you sing this repertoire of that era, you have to use uh, what I would call proper lyric diction in the in the traditional way. Mm-hmm. And that means that there are some things that are different. And that you have to know, like this, this, uh, this issue of the uh, plural articles being open e instead of closed e.
0: There are a few other things like this. We have one right here, pei.
2: Yes, pei, the word for country or or land. In proper, quote unquote, lyric diction, it should be uh, an open e followed by the e. But in dictionaries, you will find it as closed e followed by the e, pei instead of pei. I always mention. You know, if you don't know, go and look it up. But you also have to know that there are some discrepancies and you should not be surprised if you find something in a dictionary and then a coach will tell you, well, you have to do this this way and the dictionary is wrong. That happens quite a bit in French.
0: Yeah. The last word I wanted to talk about is in the second to last line. If you're looking at it from the standpoint of when we repeat, mm-hmm. Veyuri.
2: Veyuri, yes. Open a choix closed a and a j glide in there exactly we've talked about the open A, the closed a the schwa so that's uh it's just a matter of uh, knowing what the the sequence is in this word the thing that i think is worth mentioning is the j glide the thing that i tend to notice is uh, that people often make it a little bit too light to the to the point where you don't even really hear it you have to make sure that the j glide is really formed and really clear so don't don't be shy about it. You know, don't uh, don't try to skip over it. In a word like veiure, medai, aye. you have to make sure that that j glide is really projected
0: without anticipating it so much that it becomes a diphthong.
2: That's correct. That's the, the the balance that you have to find. The main focus is on the final vowel of each syllable. So you have veiure in this word. But you also have to make sure that your consonants are clear or that the first sound of the syllable is clear. And in this case, you have to make sure that your j-glide is clear. You know, the solution to legato and making sure that French has all the right vowels is not to eliminate consonants. is to make sure that they are crisp and still present, but just not anticipated. That's how you'll get to, to the proper sense of line.
0: We talked about the diction in the section Délivré d'une triste pensée, but there's another issue to discuss here, the rhythm. Since the aria was not originally in the opera, it's difficult to find avant de quitter in a full score, and almost every piano vocal score has the word Délivré, starting on beat three with a double dotted quarter note, Délivré. However, somewhere there is a full score and an addition where the Livre starts on the fourth beat with just a dotted eighth note. des Livre. I'm not sure where this is, because I haven't been able to find it again, but I have been told this by a few conductors, and in listening to recordings of the great baritones, they're split about 60-40 between who sings the double dotted quarter and who sings the dotted eighth. I don't have an answer, and this is not to confuse you. Just be aware that your conductor or coach may ask you to change the rhythm here. And for coaches, in the measure Et si vers lui Dieu me rappelle, the rhythm in many piano vocal scores and anthologies is wrong. The accompaniment here is not eighth notes with rests in between, but two long half notes. And similarly, under Je veillere sur toi, they're legato quarter notes. Most scores are also missing the little flute melody in the measures that follow, so make sure to either look these notes up or listen to an orchestral recording to be able to play these measures the way the composer intended. We get the digraph GN in the words Seigneur and daigne This combination functions almost exactly the same in French as it does in Italian, so we get the phonetic N with the hook on the left. Note that this is not an N followed by a J-glide. It's not two separate sounds but rather a palatal consonant Form with the big, fat part of the tongue up on your hard palate. Nye. Tagne. not tagne. Nye is a very nasal sound. We don't often think of consonants in French as being nasal, but this one is. The only difference between pronouncing this in French and in Italian is that in Italian, we would double this sound, Ogne. But in French, we don't double consonants, so we need to stay longer on the vowel, Seigneur, and daigne, I wanted to reiterate what Francois said about thinking of the schwa as being a sound that disappears, rather than one that takes a stress. Especially in places where the musical setting puts that schwa on a stronger note than the syllables with more stress, which happens all over this aria, it's important not to slam into it, but to ease into it gently. The tendency is in a place where the schwa is on a higher syllable, to really land on it too hard. Sol natal de mes aïeux or tenue de tout danger, tenue la protégée In cases like this, we want to fight against it by singing through the higher note and stressing the note after that. Sol natal de mes Rather than pulling too far away from the de and losing our support. Or, la protege to make sure that we're going through the entire line and not landing on degneux, because it's a higher pitch. In the last syllable of au fort de la mêlée, just because it's a march doesn't mean we want to land on that syllable. So again, au fort de la mêlée, and just let that die away in the legato. The orchestra is already playing the march for you. By fighting against our natural tendency to stress those unstressed syllables because of the music, the music actually becomes more legato, and the understanding of the text is much clearer.
1: O oh, qui me vient de ma soeur. Au jour de la bataille Pour écarter la mort Reste là sur mon cœur Avant de quitter ces lieux Sol natal de mes aïeux, À toi, Seigneur et Roi des cieux, Ma sœur, je confie. Daigne de tout danger, Toujours, toujours, la protéger, cette sœur si chérie, Daigne de tout danger, la protéger. Daigne la protéger de tout danger. Délivrée d'une triste pensée, J'irai chercher la gloire, La gloire au sein des ennemis. Le premier, le plus brave au fort de la mêlée, j'irai combattre pour mon pays. Et si vers lui Dieu me rappelle, je veillerai sur toi, fidèle, ô Marguerite. Avant de quitter ces lieux, Sol natal de mes aïeux, à toi Seigneur et Roi des Cieux, ma sœur je confie. Au Roi des Cieux jette les yeux. Protège Marguerite, roi des cieux.
0: This interview with Francois Germain was conducted by Ellen Rissinger. Translation and phonetic guide by Francois Germain. This has been the Diction Police Special Diction Unit, a production of Singing Diction GBR.